0: Because when we first hit record, and then everything fucking broke on me, because I can't get GarageBand to work 99% of the time, Uh are you a Uh one, two, three, go, or one, two, go on three person?
1: You know, since I literally just did that about 10 seconds ago, I don't know. I don't know what I did.
0: You know, because the I first time we I hit record, you went one, two, one, three, one, two go. three, go. And go. So then I was going to ask that, and that's how we were going to start the podcast, and now we're doing it again. But then, it kind of sounded a little different the second time. But it did sound like you still went one, two, it, it three, did. go. It did. Which, that's where I, I, I am usually
1: a, I'm usually a one, two, three, go, because it gives, it's that extra step of security of, yeah. now we're yeah. going. So, everybody. But maybe I'm an asshole, maybe I went one, two, three, go. Which was go
0: on the three. Go on the three. Yeah, I'm, I'm go after three. So I guess it's go on four.
1: To our audiences listening. We need we to have know. have technical difficulties. Oh. And every fucking time. I'm already done with my margarita that was quite large.
0: I have so no sorry. ice in my margarita. And I have the whole podcast to go. What do I do now?
1: You know what's annoying? Here you can have my ice that didn't grind in my mixer.
0: In your NutriBullet.
1: There's... Now our podcast is becoming an ASMR podcast. ASMR. I'm, I'm talking smack, it. but I actually love ASMR. I, hate it.
0: I love Mm-mm. ASMR. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh, Christy, during uh, Fargo, uh, she would listen to ASMR, and I can't get into it. It freaks me out. I don't like when. Very young looking Asian women chew ice. I'm like, there are freaks out there that are probably getting off on this yeah. stuff and it makes me feel very uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: hey, don't kink shame. This is a kink I, shame. I'm not free zone. Unless your kink is murdering people, then we are judging. That's, that's the whole true. purpose of the podcast.
0: No, I mean, yes, it, fine. But that's just like what it makes me think of and it just <laughs> makes me uncomfortable. Like, I know that people like that, but like, it that's triggers funny.
1: me. I don't. I don't like watching people chew ice. I do enjoy, uh, there's this one girl who her hair is cotton candy pink and her, she calls herself A.L.B. because I think her name is Alice or something. Um, but she's super cute and she does a lot of, like, painting videos that are very, like, gentle and soft and I really like those ones. It's really just, like, the soft whispering that I can get behind.
0: But anyways. Well, there is, so, because I'm really into the little, uh like, Japanese, like, candy kits or whatever. And there's this yeah. one guy all... called R.R. R. Cherry uh-huh. Pie, which is a Twin Peaks nod, which I also love. But just, like, him opening, like, or turning the package, that little crinkle, because he doesn't yeah. speak through it. It's just, like, literally on his hands and, like, him making everything. But he's just right. so gentle with everything. And I'm like, yeah, I dig that. But I don't know, like, when I'm watching a video where someone's, like, right up to the microphone and, like, doing something, I'm like, okay, now you're trying too hard and I don't like
1: it. (laughs) Critiquing ASMR. um, Send us your opinions on ASMR, I guess.
0: I also... We will also be doing a poll if you're a one-two-go person or a one-two-three-go person. Because we need to know. We gotta get... We gotta see what's out there.
1: I feel like one-two-three-go peoples are, like lawful good energy, and one two goes are chaotic energy. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And those kinds of people, I can only handle in small doses, and not when we're counting down on something.
0: Speaking of chaotic good, all that (laughs) stuff. So I want to do my first dungeon master campaign as the DM. Right. And so Uh I uh got the starter uh kit from Target like a while ago, and I just started getting into it, and like I've got my little notes, and I'm almost ready to, like, go and start, like...
1: Oh, my God. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited, too.
0: But... Storytelling. Because when we played, the, like, three times Uh that we played, and I was a rogue, like, obviously, you're a rogue, and you go rogue, but um, in the starter kit, it gives you, like, pre-filled out sheets for all the characters, because it's, like, a starter kit, and uh, the rogue is chaotic evil, and I was like, yes. That's exactly yeah, what are. I love. It's like what I yearn to be. That's what I love about D&D is that I could be who I really feel on the you inside. Can
1: be Listen. That first round of D&D with you as a rogue was too much unpredictability, which I know is the whole thing about D&D like every action has a reaction. Mhm. But you can't just go into a dark cave and start screaming. I
0: didn't scream. Cause the rats come. I started whistling because that's what I do. I'm a whistler. Okay. Okay? Okay. Okay. So, do you have any creepy corner for us today, Katie?
1: I do have some creepy corners. I was actually going to start um, getting a subscription to the National Enquirer <gasps> because why not? Isn't that a brilliant idea? I thought it was pretty clever. So I'll probably do it, you know, like once I have money because COVID and everything's terrible. I actually Um, totally
0: forgot about National Enquirer because I used to buy that paper because it would always be right at the checkout. I was like, yeah, dude, I want to read about that boy.
1: (laughs) And there is always a JFK was conspiring with the UFOs. Yes.
0: And then my my friend Danielle, because obviously went out of print. Um, but they still have their website, obviously. But my friend Danielle, yes. like a year ago, posted on Net- or Netflix. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, I want to be somewhere else. Just kidding. I want to be right here. Um, uh, she posted, like, a headline. And, like, uh, I, like, clicked on the post. And National Enquirer, like, has their own Instagram. And I was like, oh, man, I miss this. And she's like, oh, I subscribe. And, like, they still send out stuff. Just not, it's all digital or whatever. And I was like, I'm going to do that. And then I never did.
1: Well, now I'm going to follow National Enquirer right now. National Enquirer. Can I spell that? Doesn't seem that they have like a legit Instagram, which is upsetting. Maybe
0: it was something. Oh, like a. I don't know. What what was the other poll that we were going to do? The one, two, three, go, and then what else? One, two, three, go, and
1: then, um, your opinions on ASMR. Mm, mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: but yeah, so I looked on the National Enquirer's website for maybe just, like, a fun story, because yeah. we could use some yeah. fun. They were all, like, lame political stories that I didn't care about.
0: They don't need to get into that. So
1: then I went to the internet, and I found this amazing title. None of our stories are really creepy today,
0: because I'm, I'm trying You know, to the rest not... of the world is creepy right now, so we could exactly. use some...
1: Just look outside your bedroom window, and there's your creepy yep. corner. So, I found this gem of a title, which really I just want to frame forever, and it says, Florida woman arrested for alleged attack on dad for relentless flatulence.
0: <gasps> I think I heard
1: And... That. I really just would like to take a moment and appreciate Florida (laughs) for their ridiculous bullshit. So basically this woman, Nicole Dozios, who is 40, lives with her 59-year-old dad in Largo, a city in Tampa Bay. Um, And the person who wrote this article was just like, if I have to write a story about farts, (laughs) I'm going to lean into it. Because then he says... Uh, she raised a stink about his noxus emissions at about 2 a.m. on Sunday. And there's just a whole bunch of, like, stink jokes in here, <laughs> which is hilarious. But so she really actually beat the shit out of him. Uh, she punched him in the face numerous times. Uh, the responding officers found the victim with a bloodied left eye and scratches all over his neck. Uh, she was released without bail after being arrested for domestic battery and booked into the county jail. She pled not guilty. and the judge just ordered her to stay away from her gassy dad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are not. Ta- Which- we are not talking about National Enquirer. We are talking about weekly world news. That's what that boy was. You know what? The Bat Boy was like on that. Mem- it was like a square newspaper. I remember newspaper. that. I just looked it up because I was it like wasn't... National Enquirer, but then I looked up Bat Boy and it's the World Weekly News publish or uh, oh, Supermarket. Maybe that yeah, is true. World Weekly that's News. Probably that's probably why what I couldn't find
1: is. any fun stories because yeah, National Enquirer was all just like political stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: I bet I bet we had some listeners yelling at us going, "You that's
1: It's Weekly probably. World
0: News." That's what it is.
1: Also, sh- shout out to Jessica for researching while I was telling a story and not I
0: was. Attention. The judge ordered her to just stay away from her dad.
1: Okay, touche. Well, I'm glad I didn't subscribe to National Enquirer, and now I'll be yep. See, subscribing there we go. to the world.
0: They have an Instagram. Oh. It's just not legit. There
1: we go. Yep, that's what so it was. So the Weekly World Weekly World News. Weekly World
0: mm-hmm. News. Ugh. All right. God, I love Batboy. I'm to that Same. I'm saving that photo. Oh,
1: Bat Batboy man.
0: I know. Actually, um, so obviously we didn't have a podcast for the last two weeks because things happened.
1: That was 100% my bad. We're well, We were
0: also out of town the week prior at our That's parentals fair. helping our dad paint all of his things. All of
1: the things.
0: It was fun. It was a good, we got to sit in the pool on a hot day. It was Lovely. You
1: just did some swallowing ASMR.
0: Sorry guys. Um <laughs> So yeah, but while that was happening, Golden State Killer got sentenced.
1: Yes, he did. And
0: that was very powerful Life to in watch without parole. because all the victims got to speak if they wanted to, and Bonnie was there. She wasn't allowed to speak because she wasn't technically like a victim. Um, but she stood next to someone and they spoke for her and that was very profound his ex-wife spoke it was justice fucking served guys so good
1: justice everywhere
0: and then um what else happened shiza um
1: I feel like there was something else that I wanted to talk about, but now I don't remember what it was.
0: Uh, Aunt I mean, Becky got so sentenced is... for her USC bullshit.
1: She did only two months, though. She... She's going. Her house ain't. Oh, I was trying to make a big house joke, but full I house can't joke?
0: think of any. <laughs> well, yeah, full house, big house. Full house. Oh, gotcha. I see where you're going. Because the big mm-hmm. house is mm-hmm. June mm mm-hmm. Or prison. Um, and they... So,
1: send us your best full house, big house jokes, because I can't come up with them right now. Because Katie
0: can't figure it out.
1: Because I'm drunk. (laughs) I'm not drunk off one margarita.
0: Um, I will say that I... Because these guavaritas that are delicious are, like, tall boy cans. Mm -hmm. And they're 8% alcohol for the whole can. damn. But that's, that's like, two beers, basically.
1: Yeah.
0: I had... Two oh, of these cans, delicious. which is four beers. And I was <laughs> lit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. It doesn't take much for you these days to no, calm yourself. No,
0: I'm not really a Okay. Crazy.
1: And then my only second creepy corner thing, um, if you're super sick of being stuck in lockdown during COVID, um, If you, let's see what this article says. It says, do you love all things spooky and have a keen interest in the supernatural? If you're listening to this podcast, that's a yes. Have you always wanted to experience what it's like to spend the night in a potentially haunted building? Yes. If you answered yes to any of those questions, then we might have found the perfect opportunity for you. A company named Haunted Happenings are are offering people the chance to spend the night ghost hunting at Newsham Park Hospital in Liverpool.
0: Ooh, that's um, where the Beatles play. are from.
1: The Beatles. That was a terrible Liverpool
0: accent. <laughs> I was trying to I'm be sorry, Ringo. Paul. With Beatles.
1: <laughs> Dad's probably, like, groaning listening to this. I'm
0: actually just um. trying to be Justin Long from uh, Walk Hard when they meet up oh with the Beatles
1: god we're
0: the Beatles
1: we're the Beatles <laughs> uh so Newsham Park Hospital had been used uh as an, orf- an orphanage a psychiatric hospital and a nursing home so you're hitting all three trifectas three strikes of all right things here. creepy because psychiatric hospitals are horrible as it is nursing homes we t- treat our elders like garbage and orphanages are children so they're automatically terrifying yeah Um, But then it's the ultimate ghost hunting location. It's 99,000 square feet of terrifying corridors and rooms to explore. Um, And they have interest to explore, including the psych cinema, the infamous Naughty Boys Corridor, and the morgue. So there's a schoolhouse, a hospital ward, Nurses accommodations, a bell tower, and a chapel that you can look around. Um, you it's obviously an overnight stay, and it costs about sixty five to sixty nine pounds per person because it's in London town, which is like a hundred dollars per person.
0: Foggy London town,
1: which like that's not bad. I don't one hundred dollars percent do that.
0: Right. Once the UK allows us to come over, we'll
1: True. do it. But it's like I said, po- your post-COVID exploration. I, dude, I just want to see a ghost so bad. I, I was know. thinking about that the other day. And like, I know it's because I'm trying too hard. It's like love. If you want love so hard, you're never going to find a person. And if you want to see a ghost so bad, you got to keep your cool. Mm. And I have no
0: cool. I have no cool because I want it so bad.
1: But, like, I'm pretty specific about the ghosts I want to see because I really don't want to see, like, a scary ghost. I just want to, like, nod at a ghost and be like... What's up? Yo.
0: Yeah. I kind of want to...
1: So that's my creepy corner. They're not creepy, but they're stuff to think about. Stuff about.
0: I like it. It was good. Now I have something on the bucket list. Liverpool. Exactly. Um, the other thing yeah. that I was trying to remember and then just remembered is that... Um, Alyssa Turney she uh disappeared from getting like her dad picked her up from high school and then dropped her off and then they never saw her again back in Mm. 2001 and the sister has been like adamant that like it was the dad and well I guess Mm -hmm. it's her stepdad not her biological dad and he just got arrested for her murder like a week ago so that was like a big thing um, oh, shit. Yeah, finally. It was in uh, Mesa, Arizona, um, where all the crap happens in Arizona. But, um, or, I'm sorry, Arizona. Phoenix, not, not Mesa. I found this on the web. Okay, Siri. Shut up, computer. <laughs> Nobody asked I, I you. I didn't even say Siri, but whatever. Um, but, yeah, so that was good. Lots of justice. Like, it literally all, like, Golden State Killer got <sighs> sentenced and the next day was uh, Aunt Becky. Becky. And then I think the same day as Aunt Becky, they arrested Michael Turney. So, great day for justice. So good. Keep it up. Okay, well then, shall we get into our major story?
1: I'm so excited. I have no idea what we're even talking about. I'm so
0: excited too, because like, I actually like really did the work. Like, I did not... <laughs> Um, As opposed to all her
1: previous episodes, I mean, I like do the work, but fun. I'm like, yeah,
0: I'm just gonna like skim through and blah, 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 blah. this I like watched uh-huh. too. I did an ID channel thing. There was like another episode on it. There was a cool website that like in the town where this happened, they the, like uh-huh. they just when you when I went to this one article at the very bottom, it was like here's more articles really. and I like read all those. Okay, okay, so this is am i at the top okay and okay. this is like super recent i love a good recent yeah one. like last year and this year recent oh
1: okay. shit so
0: <clears throat> are you ready <laughs> um <laughs> and go okay so on may 18th one
1: two three go
0: okay. sorry okay i didn't ask for a countdown just kidding
1: one two three go no. okay
0: all right on may 18th 2019 in east granby connecticut two hunters members of the windsor rod and gun club for the very rich came across a man-made hole it looked as though someone had tried to cover it up with uh, barbecue grates and a blue tarp the hole was fi- six feet long and contained two bags of lime and we all know what lime means
1: Lie means you're covering some bodies.
0: Yep. Um, but they didn't really think anything of it, so they just continued on with their day. Dude, come on. Mm-hmm. One week later, <sighs> on May 24th, Lauren Alameda, the nanny for Jennifer Dulos's five children, arrived at Jennifer's home. Right away, Laura, L- Lauren felt that something was off jennifer's black suburban was missing from the garage and the range rover was still there while this might not seem like a red flag jennifer had told lauren that she would be taking the range rover to new york city for a doctor's appointment she had had that morning she also found jennifer's purse in the home which is never a good sign after picking up the kids from a half day of school around noon lauren had texted jennifer several times but without a response At 7 p.m. in the evening, uh, she reported Jennifer missing. Police conducted a thorough search of Jennifer's home. Um, I guess when you're, like, rich and white, you get a pass on the waiting 48 hours when someone's missing. 48
1: hours of a missing person, of
0: course. Uh, But they don't really find anything immediately. Um, So, she is now a missing person. Uh, so let me give you a little background about Jennifer. Uh, Jen- okay. Jennifer Farber-Doulos was born on September 27th, 1968, in New York City to Gloria Otenberg and her father, Hillard Farber, a banker and philanthropist. Hillard, and this is like, this family was rich. Uh, Hillard <laughs> was the youngest <laughs> VP of Chase Manhattan Bank. So you could say that they were pretty oh, comfortable. God. Uh, she had an older sister, Melissa Irene Farber. And just as a side note, to kind of prove what kind of circles these family ran uh, ran in, um, Jennifer's aunt and uncle. Uh, well, the aunt is Elizabeth Claiborne, as in Liz Claiborne. And she found it. She hmm. founded the fashion company Liz Claiborne, which was like huge in the '90s. And it, I looked yes. it up because I remember that name, but I was like, I haven't heard that name in forever. Um, yeah. It's still going on, but it was, like, a big, like, J C JCPenney's type of place. Right. Um. So Jennifer graduated from Brown University in 1990 and later earned a master's degree in writing from New York, Uni- New York University Chis School of the Arts. She was a stay-at-home mother. She was also a writer for Patch.com and ran her own blog. Uh, to many, she was a kind and caring person who loved her children, families, and friends. And I just have to say, like... I hate that line. <laughs> like she was a kid. Like, of course she was, because we're never gonna I we're know. never gonna hear a story where it's like this person was murdered. But you know, people said What's that he was like bitch. such an asshole and was such a dick, and it's like, duh. Of course they're oh, nice, nice people. Nice. Well, I mean, bad people get murdered too. But in this kind of day, like say. it's just it's it's people are nice. We get it.
1: If, if <laughs> If I know you and you're a bad person and you get murdered, I'm going to tell people that you were a Mm -hmm. dick. It's like, to be fair,
0: she kind of deserved it. Just saying. Yeah. Kind of an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so in 2003, at the Aspen, Colorado airport, uh, Jennifer had run into a former classmate from Brown, Fotis Doulos. Fotis was a Greek-American man born in Turkey and grew up in Athens and then later moved to the United States in 1986 he graduated from brown a year before jennifer in 1989. he later earned an mba in finance from columbia business school um he does very well for himself as a financial advisor he was married to another uh classmate from 2000 to 2004 but it ended in divorce um in 2004 uh And that same year, he founded the Four Group, Inc., which was a luxury home developer company in Connecticut, and that also did very well for himself. So after their chance encounter at the airport, Dulos (coughs) starts uh, emailing Farber, and the two fall madly in love, as they do. And just one month after What a weird... Sorry, Mm -hmm. I was
1: just going to say, what a weird short period in time where people were like exchanging emails and falling in love like is that still a thing that happens or is it like now just all like texting and katie
0: have you seen the movie got mail it's all about falling in love on email
1: exactly which is like 1998 or two early 2000s he was That's the was tom trying.
0: hanks to her meg ryan <laughs> god i love that movie kind of the episode yep. um <laughs> let me write that down Okay. Um, hold us, hold audience. So, <clears throat> once his like a month after his divorce is final, the couple marry on August twenty eighth, two thousand four. It was very quick. Yeah.
1: So is his is his first wife still alive?
0: I? Wait already and find out. No, she's totally alive. Oh no, my totally
1: god! Alive. Damn it! <laughs> uh,
0: like, I mean, that I am I know onto this, I don't know. this man.
1: I trust her. no man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, they moved to Farmington, Connecticut and start growing their family, eventually having five children, including two sets of twins. They were all named after Greek Orthodox saints. Three sons. This is... I'm sorry. I know that he's from Greece, but it's too much. <laughs> Petros, <laughs> Theodore, Christian, and then two daughters, Constantine and Cleopatra Noel.
1: Dude, the girls left out.
0: Constantine,
1: cleopatra's just badass in itself but yeah. like fucking constantine hell yeah
0: petros i like petra i mean petros. they're all cool names i'm just being a they're asshole. great
1: names they are just a lot yeah.
0: um so in 2004 again Dulos found, uh founds his four group inc and uh their life just seems picture perfect and you know what happens when you say your life is picture perfect? <laughs> Somebody gets Somebody married. Somebody ends up dead. Um. Mirror, yeah. So, cut to 13 years later and a slow breakdown of their marriage, Jennifer files for divorce in June of 2017, claiming that Fotis was living an increasingly independent life from their family. Just wasn't around. Didn't really give a shit. Um, in divorce court documents, she wrote, I know that filing for divorce and filing this motion will enrage him. I know that he will retaliate by trying to harm me in some way. She also stated that she believed, or that he believed, that he was having an affair with his colleague Michelle Draconis from South America. Jennifer also alleged that Fotis had threatened to kidnap their children if she did not agree to his terms in the divorce settlement, and that he had bought a gun that year. To which Fotis denied and claimed he bought the gun legally for home security. Both parents filed numerous motions claiming that the other was disparaging them despite jennifer's requesting an emergency order of custody they were given temporary joint custody of their children until the end of the divorce proceedings Fotis told jennifer that he would be moving so and at this point they're like still living together and not trying or like trying to figure out a way to get out mm-hmm. so Fotis tells jennifer that he's going to be moving in his new girlfriend michelle and her daughter into the home and it was at that point that jennifer finally moved her and her children out and she started to rent a house in new canaan connecticut about 70 miles southwest of farmington uh, in January 2018, Jennifer again requested an emergency order of custody. The judge found that Fotis had broken numerous court orders, and in March of 2018, the judge ruled that Jennifer Dulos would have sole custody of their children, and both parents would cho- share joint legal custody. Fotis was granted supervised visitation and monitored phone calls. Just, it goes to show that when you're a jackass that like you have to be monitored to be around your children like that should be a fucking wake up call don't be dick um and just over a year later jennifer would be missing Mm. yeah um okay so back to the search of jennifer's home while searching the garage detectives find some troubling evidence they find dark stains on the rear bumper and side of the range rover also on a nearby gr- gr- garbage can thinking that it could be but blood they swab everything in the house then 12 hours after being reported missing they find jennifer's suburban in a parking lot in wavenly park three miles from her home mm. police organize search teams and canine units but by sundown they have still not found jennifer or any evidence of her Uh, That evening, police asked the Farmington police to notify Fotis of his ex-wife's disappearance. He tells them that he hadn't spoke to Jennifer or or their kids at all that day. Police notice that he doesn't seem that concerned of her missing, an obvious red flag. They ask Mm -hmm. him to come down to the station the following day for a full interview, and he agrees, no problem. Mm. So since Fotis only had supervised visitation, Jennifer's mother filed an emergency order with the uh, court, and the children go to live with Jennifer's mom in New York City for the time being. So the next day, okay. Foda shows up at the police station with his lawyer in tow and says that he will not be answering any questions. Guilty as the
1: So he agreed? He agreed to talk to them, but then when he went to talk
0: to them, he had a lawyer? Mm-hmm. I honestly... Okay. It's, like, it's got to be, like, a buying time thing. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. Like, I'll be there tomorrow. No big deal. And then you just get your lawyer and Mm. lawyer up. So, um, but even though he's not cooperating, they don't have any hard evidence to hold him on, and they have to let him go. But due to the urgency of the case, they are able to seize his phone, but have to wait for the warrant to come through to check it, Um, which... I mean, I don't really know laws and stuff. I don't know how you can, like, take someone's phone without a warrant, but they had it anyway, so I don't know. Um, Yeah, interesting. So then they, while they're waiting for the warrant, they turn their energy back on finding Jennifer. They check her cell phone, bank account, credit cards, nothing. No activity. Also not a good sign. Yeah. So then there's a slight break in the case. A neighbor caught Jennifer's car on their outdoor security camera, Um, this is why if Michael were here, he'd be like, and this is why we have a camera on every (laughs) corner of our home.
1: Everywhere Um, possible.
0: Yeah. So she's seen arriving home from dropping off the kids at 8.05 in the morning and then the car leaving again at 10 a.m. or 10.25 towards the area of the park where her car was found. Police know that whatever happened to Jennifer happened in that two hour and 20 minute window he was waiting for her to come home the plot will thicken katie okay i'm trying to swallow like away from the camera so when there's a little pause it's just me <laughs> leaning back to swallow my mark drinking her mark. yep so the warrant for fotis's cell phone finally comes through and the police check the cell phone and the pings Which, I don't know if anyone's ever listened to this tiny little podcast that really didn't go anywhere called Serial, season one. Um,
1: Oh yeah, no, not at all. Cell
0: phone tower pings are some shit, but, you know, they're never really allowed in court, because, you know, you can ping wherever, and Katie's taking a picture of her cat.
1: She looks so cute sleeping on the bed. (laughs) Still listening, though. Cell phone tower pings. Yeah,
0: cell phone tower pings. Um where did my things go? There it is. Um, and they find his phone stationary at his home the morning Jennifer went missing. It then travels to a house.
1: Clever boy. Well,
0: just wait. It then right. travels to a house under contract for his company. Then it was on a stretch of road called Albany Avenue. The phone showed that it made several stops along the street. Um, spoiler alert, the phone did it. <laughs>
1: it's like the movie, Chris, or I guess the book Christine, yeah. but for the 21st century, it's not your car now, it's your phone.
0: Uh, police are able to obtain a bunch of camera footage, and I, when I was writing this out, I wrote CCTV, because like, whenever I'm watching a British drama, they always talk about CCTV. I don't CCTV. know, is that a US thing as well? Is like it just glows. Globally... Well, it's
1: can't, can't, Candid Camera. Oh, I didn't know that's what it stood for. Oh, sweet baby. You run Candid Camera. Do you remember Candid Camera yeah. show? Oh,
0: that was so good.
1: Yes, of course. I remember Candid Camera. Okay.
0: I just didn't know if that was a British thing. Because, like, all of a sudden they started <laughs> calling the carpool lane the HOV lane. And I was like, where the fuck did that come from? And now it's CCTV. The Hov
1: Lane? The Hov Lane. High occupancy vehicle for those. Who know I what HOV I do means. know what
0: that means because it's actually the first <laughs> time I ever saw H O V was in Arizona because that's what they call their carpool lane, and then we switched hey, it over Louise. here and I didn't like it because Arizona's too hot and full of too hot red people, both literally and figuratively.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: she, but they do have corumbas. She and means I'll always Republicans. <laughs> best margaritas in the world
1: they they do have the good margaritas and the cheese crisp
0: oh i could always get down on cheese crisp.
1: oh the cheese i forgot about that cheese i tried to make one i was like
0: michael do you want a cheese crisp and he's like i've had enough cheese crisps crisps in my life to never want one i was like okay i guess you just don't like tortilla and cheese like a crazy person yeah um okay Uh, So anyway, they get footage back from several stores along the street, and during that time frame, they find a black Ford pickup truck stopping at trash cans along the way to dump several plastic bags of trash.
1: He dismembered her!
0: Spoiler alert. The truck was in cahoots with the cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to let you know that I actually wrote these jokes down. Technology! As I was writing this out, I was like, ooh, this would be funny. And then when it, they mentioned the truck, I was like, ooh, this would be a good joke. Um, I'm just working on my stand up.
1: Uh, Crash it now. I can't wait to sit
0: And the then audience. I wrote, I don't know why I'm writing it this way. <laughs> I wrote so, so this so long ago. I don't
1: know why she's been writing mm-hmm. it this way.
0: <laughs> so after running the plates, they find that the car is registered to the four group. Fotis' construction company, and the driver and the passenger in the footage footage, subsequently identified as Fotis and his girlfriend, Michelle Chaconis.
1: Michelle, why are you getting wrapped up in that nonsense? The plot will keep thickening.
0: So, all in all, they stop at 30 different locations within a four mile stretch. So, obviously, the question is what's in the bags?
1: What's in yeah.
0: the bag? Luckily, because
1: spoiler alert, I think it's Jennifer's body. Which is a great movie, by the way. Boom! Plug it. Jennifer's body. Katie, I wrote that what joke my... down. <laughs> <laughs> did i going to get to it. I'm so <laughs> mad
0: that you said it first. <laughs> but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm so sorry. I'm
1: sorry. Okay. It's
0: my story, not yours. Okay. <laughs> um, so because like they were so quick to get on this case. They were able to find some of those bags still in the trash cans and they sent it all back to the crime lab for testing and identification. They found several items of Jennifer's clothing, zip ties, duct tape, cleaning materials, paper towels, with apparent all with apparent blood on them. There was also a logo from um, like a sticker that was a vintage Mercier brand bicycle, French. Uh, it's not your average bike logo, logo. They weren't sure what it was, but they put it into evidence along with everything else. With photos, with photos not crop, cooperating and no hard evidence, police bring in Michelle, his girlfriend. She said that they woke up together, were intimate in the morning, and afterwards she overheard him speaking with their friend and attorney Kent Mahi, Mahini. 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 Mahini.
1: <sighs> Mahini.
0: Um She left around 9 a.m. to run errands and then did not speak with him the rest of the morning. Around 2 p.m. she got a call from Fotis to come and help him clean a four property. The one that the cell phone pinged at. Um, uh-huh. Also, like, immediately I would be like, this isn't right. You're rich as shit. Why are you cleaning this house? And two, why do I have to come help you clean this house? But whatever. Yeah. Um... But, you know, I guess you have to do it yourself when you're, like, covering up a murder. So. <laughs> um, of course. Yeah. So Michelle said that they were there till about 6, 630, and Fotis then asked her if she wanted to get Starbucks in Hartford County, but they didn't even go to Starbucks. They passed right by it, and that's when Fotis started stopping every now and then to throw away the trash bags from cleaning the house. She claims that she doesn't know what's in the bags, but does confirm that it is them on the surveillance tapes. She also confirms that the car is indeed registered to the Ford company and that it's usually driven by a man, Powell, uh Goominini. I knew how, like I knew how to pronounce this like two we'll weeks go ago. With it. Yeah. <laughs> um so police bring in, uh, Powell to see what he knows. And he tells the police that he has an older red Toyota Tacoma and it's not very reliable. So sometimes he borrows the company truck. The day before Jennifer's disappearance, Powell drove the Tacoma to Fotis' home, parked it and took the black Ford Raptor truck. When he returned okay. the following day to pick his truck up, his car was not there. He located his truck and Fotis at the four property that was being cleaned by him and his girlfriend. Powell found it odd that Fotis was cleaning himself, smart Powell, Mm -hmm. um, uh, as when he obviously had the means to pay for someone to do it themselves. And it was also odd that he took Powell's truck as he had access to several company cars and his own. Then, it gets even stranger, um, and just a quick side note Powell had no idea that Jennifer was missing at this point because everything was moving so fast Um, so he's not like putting two and two together but he's just saying like well yeah I guess it was weird that like my boss took my car but right um so was he
1: gonna try to blame it on this sweet poor man I don't with an unreliable car I don't think so But he... I'm going to say that they are because they're pieces of trash anyway. Well,
0: he tells Powell that he needs to replace some of the seats in his red pickup truck. And that he has some from an old broken down Porsche that he can use. So, because Powell is a fucking smart ass dude, he was like, hmm, that's weird. I'm going to keep these old seats just in case. So he turns them over to the lab for testing to the police because he's... A dope dude. Go Powell.
1: What? Yeah. This is my kind of guy. Yeah. But like. Question. Also, if someone was everything. like,
0: hey, um, I borrowed your car without asking. Um, I'm doing some weird shit. And can you just like replace the back seats of your car I'd be like. No, I'm going to go straight to the police because this is fucking weird. Yeah. Um, okay.
1: You're being titchy.
0: So lab starts going. Um, they're doing stuff and they find out that this person weird bike logo sticker or whatever is from this like weird ass vintage bicycle from france so they asked powell mm-hmm. about the bike and powell the bicycle was in on it too yeah they were all three the cell phone the car and the bike they were just out for some fucking vengeance. so powell recalls that photos had actually uh, asked him to fix a bike from his childhood that he like loved this like old bike um that he had bought in france So uh, he mentions this bike, and then uh, again, when they were questioning Michelle, she also mentioned that there was this vintage bike hanging up in the garage of Fotis' home. So the police go back to the neighborhood surveillance footage that saw Michelle's car leaving at 8 or 1025 in the morning, and they're now looking for the red Tacoma truck and this bicycle. So, uh, at 7.40 in the morning on this CCTV footage of the area, police see a figure on a bicycle matching the description near Wavenley Park where Michelle's truck was found. And the bike, the person on the bike was going in the direction of Jennifer's home. Um, so now they're wondering, is that Fotis on the bike going there in the morning to like break into her home?
1: Leaving the truck.
0: So with Fotis mm-hmm. still not cooperating, the investigators uh, uh, come back to Michelle and confront her with all this new evidence. Uh, the more she opens up, the more the police wonder if she had been a little bit manipulated by Fotis. Shocking. Um, no shit. So she tells the police that Fotis was basically married to, like, or like the way he like described Jennifer. To Michelle, he was, like, basically married to, like, Attila the Hun and how difficult Jennifer was. So, she got swept up into this narrative that she needs to help, like, her wonderful boyfriend, like, live the life that he deserves. <gasps> mm-hmm. uh... Um But at one point, she remembers him saying to her, sometimes I just hope that she disappears. <laughs> she just, like, forgot to mention Listen. that the first time in the interview.
1: Ladies, if your boyfriend is complaining about his ex and, like, is painting her in a way that she's so negative and then says that she, he would be so much happier if she disappeared, just, like, let somebody know that he said that. Cause, like, men can't be yeah. trusted.
0: And I mean, <laughs> I would have no problem with that because, um, When I hear drama, I'm just like, I'm just going to tell the next person. Like, oh, my God. So, my one friend's friend's husband's (laughs) brother said that his ex-wife is a fucking crazy person. Yeah. Uh,
1: If you guys are planning to murder somebody, we are not the people to... uh,
0: Do not tell us anything. Talk about it, too. Um, Because we're going to tell tell our mom. And then our mom is going to tell her (laughs) sister. And then it's just going to branch off from there. Yeah. and then I'm going to tell three friends and then they're going to tell three friends we're just we're basically just uh, an MLM plan away from spreading the news is that what those are called the multi I don't know. oh MM multi-marketing something fuck pyramid scheme I don't know but there's like a fancy sure. word for pyramid schemes it's like MLM okay. or MML I don't know whatever sure um, I don't know Moving on. Moving on. So, uh, she also reveals that she did not see him the morning of Jennifer's disappearance. She only saw Kent, the attorney friend. Fotis had left his phone at home, and while she sat in the office with Kent, the phone rang, and like some friend had called, and Kent, the lawyer friend, advised her to answer it. Um, so police, uh, so to so the police, it seemed that Fotis was home and answering phone calls during the time of Jennifer's disappearance. Um, yep. right. Could have been brought to our attention two days ago, Michelle. Thanks. So, Thanks, Michelle. because of that, police start to look into Fotis's financials and discovered that he was not well off, that he was in quite a deep hole. His company was failing, and he had taken out a very hefty loan from Jennifer's father, of which he stopped paying back once his father died, or once Jennifer's father died, um, to the point where the mother, Jennifer's mother, had to file a civil suit against him. Um, police start to weave this as a reason for possible motive. With Jennifer gone, Fotis would have sole custody of the children and the two million dollar trust fund set up by their grandparents. And it was really sad because like Mm. uh, he started talking to news outlets and just saying how like he was kind of like bitching about the Jennifer's parents being like they took my children away from me, like ba- basically making this like about kids and like how he just wants to be with his children. Right. It's like you don't want to be with your kids, you just want the money that your kids come with. Fuck you, dude. Yeah. So, but we still don't know if it's him. So, because we haven't gotten to that part of the that story. He is innocent so until innocent. Oh my god, I, I don't trust him. him. Um. Okay. So remember that shallow grave that I told you about in the very beginning of the story.
1: Yeah, with the two bags of the lie that the hunters ignored mm-hmm. because they're drunk. Because they didn't know.
0: Because, no, like, at that point, nobody was missing. Because Jennifer didn't go missing until a week after they found the hole. I
1: don't care.
0: Pre-dug hole. Pre-dug hole. Um, yeah. So, well, after the case was in the spotlight and, like, all over town, the hunters overheard another club member talking about how another club member... Just like me and you. We just are telling everybody See, about
1: the pyramid scheme of mm-hmm. <laughs> information was
0: involved in the case. And that club member, friend and attorney, Kent Machini. Fortis's oh, lawyer. Oh mm-hmm. shit. But after an extensive search of the grounds, police couldn't find any evidence of Jennifer. they they found the hole, but like it had been cleared out. The bags of lime weren't there anymore. There was just like soft dirt and stuff. Mm-hmm. But still, police wonder if this was supposed to be her grave and if Kent was involved in some way. But Kent denies any involvement. Obviously, he's a lawyer. That's what exactly what well, he's going to yeah. do. So lab results are now starting to come in and it is not good. They found, so it was blood they found in the garage, in her car. Um, it was mm-hmm. on the evidence found in the trash bags and on the seats of the red Tacoma from uh, Powell's truck and it was all jennifer Mm -hmm. Dulos's blood and the amount that they found was considered non-survivable so on january 7th 2020 police make simultaneous arrests of fotis michelle and kent Fotis was charged with murder felony murder and kidnapping while michelle and kent were both charged with conspiracy to commit murder um so i didn't know what the difference between uh, murder and felony murder was so I did some homework and I figured it out um, uh-huh. so murder is just murder but a felony murder is when <laughs> you kill someone in like uh, during the action of a felony so he was kidnapping someone which is a felony and because she died during it um, it's now ah. felony murder I don't know okay. why you can be charged with murder and felony murder at the same time. I didn't do that. Uh, That's fine. Because uh, I just didn't want to. Uh,
1: I mean, I guess they're two different charges, technically. Yeah,
0: but, yeah. So, anyway. I don't know why it doesn't cancel out okay. one the other, but I don't care. All their bonds were set at $6 million. Dang. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so, because in... So bond in every state is different, but usually you just have to pay 10% of it. Connecticut's a little bit different. Um, The first $5,000 is 10% that you have to pay. And then everything after that is just 7%, which is like weird. I don't know why. So their bonds were $420,000. They had to pay to get out on bond. Got it. Um, And here it is. (laughs) So because Jennifer's body... Movie. <laughs> it re- it it really great
1: movie. It it truly is. I
0: love that Every once in a while I'm like, if you
1: don't like Jennifer's body, I don't trust you. Because that movie is mm-hmm. weird and fun. Diablo Cody is a super weirdo.
0: Yeah, so good. Uh, whatever happened to Diablo Cody? She's actually, I feel like I just saw
1: her get attached to uh, the new Powerpuff girls live action series for the cw i'm so (laughs) upset about it i'm sorry
0: what that sounds awful
1: i know yeah they're they just announced (gasps) uh live action hollywood's ruining everything and we're part of it because we're working it
0: yeah but if it was up to me to be like yes we're gonna green light i'd be like no, we're not going to green light. This is I not going to do well. Do you know why? You know who watched Powderpuff Girls? Our generation. Yes. Guess who doesn't want to see a live action Powderpuff Girl movie? This person. <laughs> I'm not into that. I know,
1: but then I feel like it's also going to go into, the. I'm assuming it'll go into the vein of like Riverdale and Sabrina. Both mm. shows I cannot tolerate, but are both. Humongous. I'm
0: totally into Sabrina. Just dude. Love Could Sabrina. Could not give a shit about Riverdale. Except for their musical episodes. <laughs> which uh, I think I might have told you this story before. I was at Encore onlining a show and our editor wasn't available so we had like a sub online editor and he worked on Riverdale. Which Christy oh. loves Riverdale so she was very excited about it. But He literally played, no joke, I'm not exaggerating, three seconds. And I was like, I'm sorry, is this the Heathers musical? And he's like, yes, it is. And I was like, I'm sorry, Riverdale is doing the Heathers musical. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. I don't really know what that is. I'm like. Didn't they do the Carrie musical? They did Carrie. And then the the last, I mean, I don't know if there's a season that's come out after that. But um so I just watched and cuz I I ended up doing this with like the last two seasons of Glee. I just watched the performances. I didn't give two oh, yeah, shits about dances. all the dialogue in between, yeah. but I do have to admit I really dig Sabrina. It's so dumb and I really get a little uncomfortable about like her only being 16 and it's a very sexualized show. But yeah. I don't know, I dig it. And Miranda Otto's in it. And I she know. yelled at me and apologized once, and I just love her so much.
1: And I sent her that happy International Women's Day thing once. Yeah,
0: she's great. Um. Okay. She never so, replied to that email. Yeah. She Anyways. was busy uh, being killed <laughs> Back off on to biz. twenty-four. Spoiler alert. Uh, um, too sad. Yeah. So both Fotis and Michelle, because even though they Fotis is company is shit he sends out scrounge scrounges up the money to post bail so does michelle mm-hmm. but she is done with this guy and it like that's the last time she ever sees photos is the day they were arrested so during this time um, mm-hmm, police are able to gain surveillance footage because i mean if you think about it and i mean it kind of gets more into it but like it's 100 possible That Michelle had no idea what was going on. She was, like, told by him and Kent to, like, do this, do that. Like, come over and clean this house. Which So what I think is that, and we don't really go into this, but there's a lot more information coming up. But, like, I think that Fotis went over there, killed Michelle, Mm -hmm. cleaned everything up, took the trash bags... Mm -hmm and then put them in the red car had her or the red truck had her come over put more trash bags from cleaning the house so like she couldn't even tell that there was extra trash bags and then was just like mm-hmm. now let's just go dump all these trash bags everywhere so i really think that she is innocent and in all this innocent
1: to this but she
0: should have given okay. more information like but whatever so yeah. anyway, they gain sur. Uh, police get more surveillance footage, um, and they see the red Tacoma truck leaving Farmington and heading in the direction of New Canaan. There's also footage of it being parked near Waverly Park. So police now suspect that Fotis drove the red pickup truck there, parked it near the park, then used his bike to ride the three miles to Jennifer's home, attack her, use her car to drive back to Waverly Park. Then he transferred Jennifer from the Suburban to the Tacoma, and then at that point, they don't know what happened. They aren't sure if the body got... I mean, the body got dumped somewhere, but that's as far as they can suspect. Um, They know that the truck then heads to the four-group property, but that's where her trail goes cold. Um, They search every single property that the four-group owned was under contract with but as of today because it's so recent those results have not been released to the public so we don't know if he like took her somewhere else
1: Ah. um
0: so but here's the smoking gun evidence is that because the zip ties found in the trash bags discarded along Albany Avenue uh, police suspect that Fotis used them to bind her while he cleaned up the garage in her home from the attack because they found his Mm -hmm. DNA mixed with hers So, guilty.
1: That Mm -hmm. son of a bitch.
0: Um, but on January 28th, 2020, before any trial dates were set, Fotis was scheduled to appear for an emergency bond hearing. When he failed to appear, police went to his home and discovered him sitting in his car with a vacuum cleaner hose attached to the exhaust leading into the window of the car. Um... The crazy thing was, is that this was all on the news because it's so recent and it was just this like rich community. There was pop, uh, popular yeah. like, news crews outside of his home, like waiting for things right. to happen. Um, so on news footage, you can see paramedics performing CPR and photos in his driveway. Um, he was rushed oh, to the shit. hospital, but was pronounced dead of carbon monoxide poisoning he left a suicide note in the car that read, I refuse to spend even an hour more in jail for something I had nothing to do with. Like, just tell the fucking truth if you you're going to kill yourself. guilty pussy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like, dude, your blood is literally on your hands, you piece of shit. Yeah. Um. So because Ugh. of his death, the, cho- the charges are formally dropped. That's what happens. Um, so that kind of right. sucks. Because, I mean, you can't prosecute someone. Um, but Michelle and right. Kent are still charged. This is an ongoing case, and the prosecution, friends, and the family of Jennifer are hoping that Michelle or Kent will reveal some kind of evidence that will lead to this, the discovery of her body. But until then, this is the story of the disappearance and murder of Jennifer Dulos.
1: Damn. Mm-hmm. Ah.
0: So, yeah.
1: That's the shit that gets me heated, man.
0: I know, and it's also, it's like... It's so crazy that money is just such a motive for murder. Greed. Like, if that's really the, like, I don't know, just like, admit that you're fucking broke. And like, move on. Like, the house that you live, like, yeah, you want to continue living the life that you live. But like, you're now chancing getting caught for the murder of your ex-wife and then losing your kids totally.
1: Losing everything. Like, you thought
0: that you had yeah. it. You're like, I'm going to go park this car here, and I'm going to ride this bike here, and I'm going to hide out here, and then I'm going to do this. I know.
1: Also, if you're planning a murder, three miles away isn't far enough to park a car, and also 40 stops of garbage dumpage, soup's suspicious.
0: I know. Just...
1: Like, if you just dump it all in one place, none the wiser.
0: Well, and that's the crazy thing, too, is, like, he owned all these, like, homes that were under contract for construction, so there's probably a bunch of, like, dump places there that you could have dumped all this right. trash instead of stopping everywhere, and then your girlfriend being like, this is really weird that we're stopping, like, every ten minutes to dump yeah, some where trash. Yeah, why
1: are you stopping? <laughs> yeah. Super suspicious. To dump one single bag of stuff.
0: The thing is that, like, 99.9% of criminals are fucking stupid, and they get caught.
1: That's true. But. Also, I could, I could see that, um... Melissa is the girlfriend's mm-hmm. name, right? Michelle. I could see Michelle. her be- Michelle. I could see her be used being used as an alibi for him, like she he was with me the whole time. But she also lies yeah. cuz she said in her interview that she didn't see him until later that day, but they're spotted together in the truck at like 10 something. And then yeah, there's like I mean, I yeah, guess yeah, she definitely lied in know, her first
0: interview, but I think yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that it's and because he was denials, like, Listen, like, just say this. Like, they're going to, like, whatever's happening, it's not what it is, but, like, just say this so that it doesn't make me look bad. And then I think when she realized that she was in more. Red horrible, flag, folks. Don't. She was like, mm, Life for people. Yeah, I'm going to start telling the truth. then t- you just t- get t-
1: caught up in it. Yeah. And, then you go to jail for conspiracy to commit murder. Yeah.
0: Also, the mugshot of the <sighs> lawyer friend. 100% guilty. Like, oh my god, it's hilarious. <laughs> and it's like the only photo Can't, that they have of this guy. And so it's like, whenever I went to like an article and it like showed his face, it was just this one mugshot. And I was like, dude. <laughs> Disbarred. Immediately.
1: Is that gonna be on our uh, series of photos for our listeners to look oh, at?
0: Oh, it is. 100%. Okay, great,
1: because I want
0: to see it too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean... Like, I mean, the two of them haven't even gone to court yet, so I have it set up as a Google alert. So when things happen, but I'm hoping, I'm just hoping that, um, and like a plea deal, like, I don't think that Michelle knows anything about the murder. I honestly think that she was just a pawn, but I think Kent is Mm -hmm. super guilty as fuck, especially. Oh, and the other thing, um, so the gun club the rod and gun club because it's also for fishing yeah pretentious Um, as hell he was like and he like helped get that club built and like he used to own the land or something and they didn't really go into it but like they said that like two weeks before jennifer went missing he wasn't really a member of the club anymore but he was Mm -hmm. looking to like Be more active in the club, so we like reached out to someone and they like gave him the keys at one point. He was like, "Oh yeah, I'm just like kind of like looking around." So they also think that he went and pre-dug the hole, and then Mm -hmm. I think things happened too fast and they got like caught too fast. They didn't have time to like go and dump the body, or they dumped her somewhere else. So he's like way more involved than he's obviously leading on. So I'm just hoping that in his plea deal, that he just gives up. Like, especially with photos being dead, like, there's no one to be, like, buddy-buddy with anymore. Like, now it's all on you, dude. Like, he left you in the fucking dust. So, I just hope that he uses it for, like, a lighter sentence and the family can, Mm. you know, bury their daughter, friend, mother, you know? It's really sad, too, because, like, the kids aren't very old. I think the oldest one is, like, 12 Mm. or 13. Mm. Yeah. That's sad. Because they don't, and all the stuff that they don't really, and I think it also comes from being in a rich community and having more control over the situation. There's not a lot about the kids. I couldn't find out how old they were, but in the ID Channel episode that I watched, they show a couple photos, and like all their faces are blurred out, so they're obviously minors. But like the oldest one doesn't look that old. So that's sad. That's sad. But. Well, at least they got the grandma. I mean, she had like a really good circle of friends, so they'll all be okay. Yeah, but she did seem like a lovely, lovely lady, and she was very pretty. Well, that has nothing to do with anything. She just, she just really did look like a nice <laughs> pretty person. Pretty people can't
1: be murdered. Uh, so well, yeah,
0: there's that. There it is. Boom.
1: I got, I got no way to spin that to a funny ending.
0: Because there's, it's not, it's not solved yet.
1: So, people, if you're dating somebody weird and they tell you to say something to the police that isn't true, don't do it.
0: Or just like, I know that it's very hard to um, be going through something and not tell anyone because you feel ashamed, even though you shouldn't, because your partner is a piece of shit. because yeah, times or are just tough. Just tell someone, yeah. so then someone kind of knows. And then if something yeah. happens, that person can then come forward and be like... She told me a couple of these things, or he told me these a f- couple of these things, and I, I think you should maybe look into their partner.
1: I was like, have you listened to both parts of the Jody Arias?
0: Oh, 100%. Uh, last podcast on the left killed Oh my last episode, man.
1: I know. If you guys aren't w- listening to the last podcast on the left... I
0: don't know what you're doing personal, here. What
1: are you doing here? Yeah. But just how they were, like, talking about how she... Started like calling all the friends to try and like buddy up, and then as soon as the cops started asking who did it, everybody was like,
0: yeah, "Joey, you, need, you need she's to, fucking yeah. crazy." Yeah, I know because <laughs> that one part where they were, or she was expecting his body to be found sooner, and she was at that conference. Oh yeah, just so like, had like to waiting lie the whole for people time. to be like, "Oh my god, Joni and she'd be like, "Oh my so god, what happened?" I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because I Do don't that. know. I don't know if maybe I watched something on ID channel because I've seen the footage of her um interrogation and like
1: in the when she yes, starts when singing, singing and like doing like the headstand,
0: like she's oh. cuckoo banana. Yeah. Fucking Jody. I remember yeah.
1: that. Jody.
0: Well, all right. So I think that's it for the evening.
1: That's great. Well, uh, we'll be back...
0: We'll be back next week. Next
1: week with I don't know what yet. I haven't figured out what I want to do, so... We got a week. We got a week. I'm trying to figure out what we haven't done in a while, because now we have a murder. I know. That's why, like, I kind of do
0: this. I want to get back to our, like, bare bones and be like, mm, good old-fashioned murder. Yeah,
1: the last one wasn't wasn't unsolved. That love. I could do a government one but the governments already But you
0: that's what you did distru- destroying my life Then you you did a conspiracy in the last one Well that was fast yeah
1: yeah So maybe I'll try and find a good haunting or ghost yeah. or, super or
0: supernatural Or even like maybe like an unknown serial killer Those are always fun
1: Or an unknown serial mm-hmm. killer mm-hmm. or maybe something totally different and we'll just you know it doesn't matter because we're gonna do whatever I prepare. Yeah, we are.
0: Because <laughs> you're the boss of your own episode.
1: Because I'm the boss of next
0: week. I know. Because, well, because okay. like when uh, the Golden State Killer and uh, attorney like got arrested, I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna tell Kay like this should be your like creepy corner or whatever." And I was like, "I'm not gonna tell her how to do her own creepy corner." Don't
1: tell me how to do it. Uh-huh. My... I know. I thought about talking about uh... What's his name? Golden State. Yeah. Fuck that guy. But I figured... He's gotten fuck enough Fuck that time. guy. But I figured that was two or three weeks ago and people... Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, you pay attention to those sorts of yeah. things, so you should know that. And if you don't, then yeah. we're docking a gold
0: star. Biggest closed book. But I will say, I don't know if you saw Patton's tweet. Um, hmm. He had said on that day, he's I like, uh, my mind is not going to give that insect one second of time i'm thinking about the victims and the show and i was like
1: (laughs) (laughs) i know um let's see netflix is doing um the haunting of blind manor which is super exciting what is this and then what else wait 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 can you hear me the haunting of what is this yeah what is this wait what the haunt the haunt the oh my god the haunting of bly manor what is that? it's their second season of the haunting of hill house because hill house wrapped up so now they're doing bly manor which i'm so excited about i don't
0: know what um, that is. is that a book too
1: i actually don't know what it is i'm just
0: excited that there's new that uh, i love I that show that i'm show still so mad that it came out so early and i was like one it came out way too early for consideration and miss all the It's a horror yeah. thing, and like no one's ever going to recognize horror except for Get Out for, whatever. I know. And I'm just mad because it was really, really good. The cinematography was good. The acting so, was really good. Yeah. It was just a like a, a solid piece of television. I'm mad that it didn't get yeah. any praise.
1: Um, and then what else? Um, HBO Max has the Nexium documentary, yes. which is. Cuckoo Bonkers. I started watching that.
0: I haven't started watching uh, that yet. um, Because just like Tiger King, I listened to the podcast like not too long ago. So. I did too. I'm just, I'm waiting until I like literally have nothing else to watch. That's fair. I
1: uh didn't watch Tiger King. I didn't watch Tiger King either
0: because be literally long. like three months prior I had wrapped up like a huge <laughs> podcast about I it. I know. And everybody was like, you haven't watched Tiger King? I was like, I know, I know. everything about know, Tiger King. So. Um,
1: what else is out there? Lovecraft Country on HBO Max is great. Super weird.
0: I will say, because the second episode, oh, the third episode's tonight, which is, it's actually, literally, I can go and watch the third episode right now.
1: That's true. As soon as we're done. Um, Excellent.
0: Second episode, which is always a hard episode to get I'm guys as someone in the industry Katie as well new shows the second episode is like it gets the most (laughs) notes it gets the most scrutiny because like the the first episode of a new show is supposed to like get you which it 100% did and then I kind of struggled with the second episode it was interesting but I felt like now they're trying to get you into this whole weird world and you're just like this is kind of a lot like it's a lot of talking heads with not a lot of action it was still good um but i felt like there's just like a lot going on but i'm not gonna sit there and go i'm not gonna watch the next episode i'm gonna fucking watch the next episode Agreed.
1: because it also felt which was weird the second episode definitely almost feels like a season finale episode mm -hmm.
0: 100% now that you said that. And
1: also, I found out my friend's totally working on that show. She's post-supervising. I reached out to her about a job, and she was like, no, I'm working on this until October or November.
0: And I was like, girl, I'm loving this show. Yeah. So just a side note, guys. If the second episode of a new show makes you feel weird, just keep watching. Because second episodes are really hard. Yeah. (laughs) And it's a a lot of network just saying could you cut this one scene yes, or maybe like do some reshoots yeah. for this and it's just it's all a commuffle.
1: Um, but yeah i'm trying to think of what else i don't think i have anything else to recommend to read
0: i'm sorry if you guys there heard there like bean but i just realized that i've been playing with my wrist thing that's full of beans hear?
1: asmr baby yeah, you know. ASMR. Jessica said she doesn't like it, but she'd be a good ASMRist. Yes,
0: maybe ASM I can get those artist. views and likes those. and subscribes on the YouTube.
1: Them YouTube make a thousand dollars a
0: click, baby. Yeah, it's all right. Let's really
1: really make, make it's it's good, to good to see you at. on the Zoom. <laughs> Your face got frozen right. on well, Zoom on a very funny face. I'm gonna I, know. Try and I have very wait. oh
0: damn batter. it. <laughs> My internet I was
1: trying to screenshot. Again,
0: it. just like myself, my internet is unstable. As Zoom keeps telling me. <laughs> oh, spooky <laughs> leaky. All right. Well, um spooky, leaky, that's leaky. our show. Thanks for listening. That's our show. You got this far. Love you, Mom and Dad. Love you, mom and dad so much. Actually we I just know. we, we just led. told Dad that we uh, started back up, so he probably hasn't even listened to our new that's episodes true. yet. I don't even know if mom's listening like to mom. our new episodes yet.
1: Suzanne.
0: Uh oh! Now they know her name. I'm pretty oh, sure they shit. already know. Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. That's true. That can't be the first it time I yelled her name. Nope. All right. Okay. Well,
0: I love you. All right. And I love our listeners. I love the show. You. And I love, love, and I love, love life. Mostly. <laughs> T <TBD. Yeah. laughs>
1: okay.
0: I'm just waiting to get back to Bye. our regu- regular scheduled programming. Bye.
1: I've regularly scheduled dumpster Nightmare that isn't COVID or an upcoming election or anything. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.